Welcome to a conversation powered by Connected Learning, where we chat with some of today's leading minds about new learning approaches designed for the demands and opportunities of the digital age. Connected Learning values the new ways many young people today access information, gain expertise, and learn alongside peers and mentors using the internet, social networks, and digital technology. We're excited you're here to join the conversation as we seek to make learning relevant. Hello, my name is Chris Lawrence and I am the Senior Director of the Webmaker Community Team um, at Mozilla and I'm joined here by um, Mozilla's Executive Director, Mark Sermon. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Chris. Happy to be here. I'm doing great. So it might be good just to, to start us off because um, I'm not sure everybody knows the work of, of Mozilla and, and Webmaker. So maybe you could just give us a quick introduction to, to the work you lead. So uh, happy to, you know, Mozilla, who you may know from Firefox, really exists because we want to see the web be a tool of empowerment and opportunity for everybody. And part of that is making sure that there are tools out there like Firefox and now Firefox OS, which is a, a phone, open source phone operating system that we built, tools that give people the freedom to do whatever they want with the web, to really build the web they want. But the other thing we decided a few years ago is, if we want the web really to be a, a, you know, a source of empowerment for people around the world on an ongoing basis, that web literacy, the idea that people know how the web works and are confident with it and can do what they want with it is just as important as having those open tools. And so we launched something called WebMaker a couple of years ago, which is a sort of a, a grassroots, uh, hands-on way that people can up-level their web literacy skills. And that set of work around WebMaker in particular really does come from the inspiration of connected learning and work we've done with the digital media and learning community. We take that whole idea of it being, you know, interest-led, you know, working with peers, the whole kind of idea of production-centric uh, kind of work, all of that stuff, and then with an, an academic base of what we call our web literacy map, all those kind of connected learning elements have been at the core of our design of this global web literacy program. And so really, you know, we see the things as very, very tied. So, and to thank you, that was a, a, a great summation there. And I think lots of uh, lines of discussion going forward for us. But one thing I think is kind of exciting is, uh, is to do a little bit of future casting. And if you were to look five years in the future and a lot of the work that's done with WebMaker and Mozilla and Connected Learning, um, you know, really takes hold and is, is the spread and scale of that work is at a good, at a good pace. What do you think we'd be celebrating? What, where do you think we'd see changes in the world based on, on five years of success? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of things that I would hope for. Uh, you know, certainly what I would imagine five years from now is we've really got a renaissance of, uh, people really shaping how the web works for them in the sense that you know apps and content and the things that we use every day you know have a, a kind of a grassroots a local a kind of everybody you know and their cousin has made them a uh, flavor which is really where the web was born and i fear that right now we're moving towards a much more polished and centralized web where we you know we just use a couple of uh apps created by very large companies and that that kind of sense that we all make it um is something that is actually a, a little bit eroding into the background 
So I would hope that we kind of get that back uh, and feel in control of that. And I would also hope in the in that next five years that by people really starting to understand what's possible and taking back control of their own technology, that things like we've experienced with the NSA over the last little while aren't things that alarm and scare us because we do understand how it's worked. We have these things work. We have taken back our own privacy. We are being more conscious in choosing what tools we use and, and deploying them in ways that give us control over our own lives, our own data, uh, and you know things like that. So I, I would have really hoped that we see those kinds of shifts in the next five years at, in the broader ways that people use technology and understand technology. I would also hope, and, and this is where I think what we're doing and what the web is doing helps the collect connected learning agenda itself is that you know we've seen the kind of work that people like us are doing and others really shift people's idea of like how learning can happen and so you know we really very much still live in a society where people believe learning happens in school between you know nine and three but we also know that out there in the world people do learn stuff all the time with their friends through their interests that's what connected learning is and I think treating web literacy as a core skill that we want everybody to learn and then using a connected learning approach uh, to, to help people learn that at a mass level, you know, informally at home, in an out of school setting, in way, you know, using things like badges to show that the learning is real, that we can actually show that there's a, a set of skills that people want and that connected learning is the best and fastest and deepest way uh, for large numbers of people to get those skills. So I'm, I'm hoping people uh, see what we're doing and see the broader connected learning movement in a way that five years from now, uh, from now um, gives people a different set of ideas about how learning can happen and how they reach those kind of objectives. What do you think is the most important issue to tackle going into the, you know, well now going deeper into the 21st century in education and learning? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, a I think partly I got confused. It's a big question, uh, and it's hard to pick the the most important. Um, I guess the the one for us that matters the most, and I, I don't think that everybody would share this view, is that we treat you know web literacy or digital literacy as being uh, as important as as reading, writing, and math. I mean, we we really do live in a society where our lives are digital. Um, certainly in in North America and Europe. But you know, increasingly, that's going to become everywhere. I mean, we'll have over five billion people on the internet in the next, uh, you know, in the next ten years. And so, the idea that you know, in order to be successful in life, you need to read and write is is widely accepted. The idea that you understand how the digital world works is as important and is going to be important for the next decades and centuries. And so, to me, although it's you know not so much about the connected learning agenda alone, that idea of treating, understanding the web, understanding the digital piece of literacy as an equal to the, the kind of three R's is one of the most important things we can focus on. And you know, the, the, the other piece of it, which is a, a more the, the connected learning conversation, how you learn those skills, and frankly, how we think about learning in society is another key issue we need to move. It's you know not it's crazy to think that the industrial education system that we invented to bring people from farms into factories, which is 
how our school system still operates today is the right way to think about learning and to spend billions of dollars around the world on education um, you know, as we move through the 21st century. So I think you know, that is the other big issue um, that we start to look at how the, the culture we have now, uh, the technology we have now can create a more connected learning approach that's appropriate for where we're going in the future. So those would be the two things I would say is recognize web literacy as a core literacy and look at how we transform learning and move from an industrial world of education into a world of connected learning. So it's that second point I'm going to pick up on a little bit. Um, and that, so you mentioned even in your, in your answer there that the sort of three R's and connected learning is sort of suggesting a fourth R, um, you know, which we'll call relevance. Um, and you started to begin to touch on it. Um, but why do you think that the need for relevance or sort of the emergence of relevance as a fourth R, a kind of contextual piece to the first three, is so important in, a, in young people's lives today? Um, well, you're going to pick a fight with me because I, I actually think that, you know, the fourth R is, uh, is, is algorithms, not relevance. But we'll, 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 we'll leave that aside and say, I do actually think that the, the digital literacy piece is so important. But the relevance piece, you know, I think is always, if, if what you mean by that, and I think it is what we mean by it in the connected learning set, sense that, you know, learning is not theoretical, but it's grounded in why we need to know our particular skills or be literate, uh, you know, in, in, you know, the kind of core things like reading, writing, and math. Um, of course, that is the fuel of how people are learning today, but not the fuel of our education system. So if you just go back to the example I used before, it was like, why did people learn HTML and learn web skills in the 90s? It's because they had a thing they wanted to communicate. And all of a sudden, this medium comes out where they can communicate easily with very little cost and very little friction. But in order to take advantage of that, uh, they needed to go and, and learn a set of skills. And so the relevance was, I have a thing I want to do. I want to set up my business online. I want to set up my portfolio online. I want to write my stories online. So people learned the skill because it was relevant to a thing that they wanted to do. And I think that that happens as we open up more and more learning pathways um, and information is more and more freely available to us. But this, the school system, the way we send money on education still is in abstractions, in categories, in subjects uh, that don't tie back to that practicality and that relevance. So, you know, I, I do think it is critical that we add that piece into the story not not just you know i think it partly actually happens in how learning happens today which happens you know many places anytime anywhere i think the biggest thing is to, to look at how we invest in education and how the, the huge numbers of dollars we put into education focus on that relevance agenda and that relevance opportunity so i would be a horrible um amateur Barbara Walters if I didn't come back at you with the follow-up and say um, so give us give us your idea for the, the fourth R being algorithms and and what that fight might be that you'd pick that sounds fascinating well I mean as I said I really think that the language we speak in uh, in this world is is digital and it doesn't mean everybody becoming a coder I mean I, I used to code when I was very young um, but I don't today. But it, what I do understand from that experience and from, you know, having worked with technology and managed technology projects for 
my whole career is the, the logic of the digital world and what is possible for me to change and not change, what is when I'm being threatened and not threatened, what can I create? And so whatever it is that I wanna be able to kind of do in the world, I, I understand the basic rules of the road, just so I understand what language and math can do for me. And with that, I'm able to, to really kind of uh, achieve a lot in my career, in my personal life, with my kids, because I understand what's possible with the language of the digital world. Whereas, you know, it, if I didn't have that, you know, not only would those opportunities not be available to me, but I'm easily taken advantage of, uh, I'm easily excluded. And so if we think about, you know, being literate as we do, uh, as, a, as an equality issue, as a social justice issue, I think that being digitally literate is the same thing. We're, we don't have the full access to opportunity. We don't have, uh, you know, we are under threat of, of exclusion and marginalization in a digital world we don't understand how the digital world works. So I'm going to tie together a few of your answers here and, and really follow up on where do you think some of your thoughts on education and learning and where the web is going start to have economic impact um, around jobs. And the things I'd like to tie together are, you know, you're, you said we'd get 5 billion new web users um, in the next couple of years, or that's the next 5 billion web users will be mobile. So kind of as you're talking about education and as you're thinking about the future of the web, where do you, what do you think are going to be the economic impacts, and especially at a global scale, and how Connect and Learning can help to prep people for those kinds of, of jobs and opportunities, many of which we can't even necessarily conceive sitting here talking today? Yeah, that's a huge question and in, in probably a whole other podcast. But the... You know, the, the starting answer, which, again, people have been saying for 10, 20, 30 years, is the, the biggest skill you need in that environment is to learn how to learn. And I, I think that's actually a thing we underplay in, a, in the kind of tie back to connected learning itself, is connected learning has a, a kind of very good set of principles about how learning can happen. But, you know, one of the, the pieces of it, in terms of it not just being in school, in terms of it being across context, in terms of it being interest-led and peer-led, is that you know we actually want to build systems where we can discover and learn as we're interested and as we need, you know, as we need to. And in a world that is rapidly changing, where you know we all go through you know three or four or five or ten careers in the course of our lives, in a world where the tools we use. Uh, to enjoy ourselves, to do our work, whatever, change all the time. In that setting, which is the setting that, you know, more and more parts of society live in, more and more parts of the world live in, be, knowing how to learn, knowing how to adapt is one of the most critical skills. And so I, I would say connected learning really lends itself to that kind of temperament, that kind of person. Uh, and, and so that's, you know, that's going to be kind of a critical piece in feeding back to sort of, um, how the economy and how society evolves. And then, you know, I think that the, the other thing, and maybe this is a little idealistic, is that that maker-oriented problem-solving kind of approach, which I think you see in a lot of connected learning, you see in our web maker and digital literacy work, which is to say, pick up a thing, figure it out, um, you know, learn by doing. I think that's also going to be critical as we go forward.
That's so nice job, by the way, answering a, a big question in a concise way. Um, I threw a whopper at you there. Um, so another connected learning really encourages leveraging the tools of the digital age, the internet, social media, on and on to enhance education and learning. How would you characterize the possibilities of using modern technology for learning and and how would you address concerns that youth are spending too much time already with digital media? So essentially, you know, you know, are we just doubling down on their, are we advocating to double down on their, their digital diet? When I grew up, I, I don't think I, I watched as much TV as my kids use their computer now, but the difference is they're certainly watching Netflix or YouTube, but a lot of times they're, making a game or making a web page or making a YouTube video. And for me, that is actually a, a, a meaningful difference in terms of a consumption-oriented digital diet versus a consumption and production-oriented digital diet. It's a, you know, the, the wires your brain differently. It engages a different part of, of, of who you are. And I actually also see with my kids that, um, that production piece being often quite social. Um, you know, whether that is, and you might not consider this production, you know, kids working on Minecraft on a, a shared server where they're building something together and they're sitting on Skype and talking, which is very different than sitting couch potatoing together in separate houses, uh, or actually working collaboratively on a video. That's another piece that I find very different. So I guess, you know, maybe it's not a direct answer to the question, but my observation is the digital diet we have today is is different and healthier than the digital diet that I grew up with, and I think more empowering. And I guess, you know, to me, that's self-evident of how that feeds into learning, which is, you know, you have exactly those connected learning principles built right in there, which is follow your interests, learn by doing. Do you have a favorite, you know, you've been in, you know, this work for a number of years, especially as it intersects with connected learning. And in that time, is there an anecdote or a person or um, a story that's really is one of your favorites or that you really, maybe it was a time, you know, that, that produced an aha moment for you about connected learning? Probably the biggest ones are, are watching my own kids uh, and how they've learned a bunch of things from music to media production to art. Uh, over the last, um, my kids are, are 12 and 14, so really over the last five or 10 years as they've been sort of autonomous human beings out uh, looking for information on their own. And you know, what has been amazing is how much they do to turn to their, uh, to their friends, to the internet, and I guess not the internet necessarily the source of information to study, although it is sometimes that, but the internet is a place to interact with people. The internet is raw material as a tool for creating. Um, you know, just watching all of that has it just made me fascinated. And as connected learning theory has emerged, uh, it, you know, it's resonated a lot in terms of what I've observed and been excited by with my kids. And so, you know, a, a particular story is, you know, not only has my 14-year-old learned to be a good musician some of which is through quite traditional methods of mentoring and teaching and music teachers. But he's, you know, learned, uh, you know, to be somebody who is publicizing his music and is, is a performer in a digital world. And so he's figured out, uh, you know, over the years, how to do digital music production, how to put stuff on YouTube, how to get feedback from an audience, how to promote himself, 
how to go raise money on uh, Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And you know, the, the list goes on and on. And I think looking at the, the people and the, the palette of opportunity uh, that he has had through the, the kind of world that we've constructed really has made me think about learning in a different way. Thanks, Mark. I often think that, you know, sometimes when we see the see this manifest itself through through the lens of our own our own kids and and youth that are closest to us in life, it really starts to to have a lot of impact. Um, one final question is, are there, you know, some projects within the, you know, maybe, in a, you know, we, you mentioned WebMaker, but additionally in the in the Mozilla portfolio that you're excited about that really start to, you know, kind of really put connected learning into action. I don't want to say that just Chris because you're so intimately involved in the hive, but it is the one place where the ethos that we have with Mozilla and the open web and the ethos of connected learning really do come together in, I think, a very juicy way um, where you see in a, in a city where people actually know each other, where there's a particular context, educators and institutions kind of coming together to do new kinds of learning that at their heart uh, you know, have connected learning as the core design principle. So whether it's a, you know, science museum teaching science after school or the library teaching, you know, digital skills or the local PBS station teaching media production uh, for young people, all of that, you know, in a hive happens in new and interesting ways using connected learning. And it tends to also very much be tied to digital and ultimately as a result, digital literacy uh, as a part of it. And so, you know, it's not a, a perfect and, and, you know, a rational mix, but you see both that connected learning world and that web literacy world working well in the hives. And, I, I, you know, we've seen them pop up from New York City where they started to, you know, now more and more cities around the world having those sort of what I think of as activist educators, whether they're librarians or museums or, or librarians or people working in museums, or teachers or parents, those activist educators trying out new things together in a city, and that's what becomes a, a hive. So I think that's a pretty important project to pay attention to. Well, thanks very much, Mark, for the time. That was, um, you know, a lot of great insights. And as someone who's been at the, the table and sort of designing and kind of shaping connected learning over these last couple of years, it's really great to get your your sort of your long-range opinions and some of your your frontline observations as well so thanks so much for your time thanks for joining us here at the connected learning alliance if you missed any of this conversation or want to listen to more discussions check out our website at clalliance.org or subscribe to our podcast channel on itunes see you back here for more talks with change makers and thought leaders who are building the next generation of learning